Welcome back to another installment of the awesome Pastors of Pain show and podcast. I'm here with my amigos. Yeah, that's plural. The Father Reverend Mr. No, he's not a Reverend Mr. anymore, is he? He is a priest. Whoa! <laughs> Father Robert Duck. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, big fan. Uh, just started started uh, as a new associate pastor just recently and at St. Francis Xavier, and it's been kind of an intense couple of weeks. Still getting to know everyone, and this is my first time on the podcast, so I'm excited. Oh, we love it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let, let's stop for a second. Are you saying you're a big fan? That mean, like, cause you, you've been living in Italy the last few years, so are we've you gone say, worldwide. Are you saying this is international now? It has become international in Rome. The Pope lives in Italy, in Vatican and City. you live in Italy. Yeah. Therefore, the yeah. Pope listens. Well, we'll see. If wow. I can play it loud enough, you'll hear it. We're gonna go to Rome with a big <laughs> sign that has our with the Pete ninety four point three, and get him to uh, listen to the live stream. Yeah. On uh, Sunday mornings at ten thirty. Well, you know the, what was that? Um, who's the 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 bishop from Guthrie? Uh, who's the Archbishop of South Africa? What's uh, his name? Archbishop Peter Wells. Oh yeah, yeah. Peter, he's a priest of our diocese. He probably listens. So on one occasion, so that's South Africa. Yeah, he probably doesn't listen. We're much lowbrow for him. He said on one occasion that it was Pope Benedict was flying over the United States, and. They identified Oklahoma, and he said, yeah, when I got back uh, to the Vatican, Pope Benedict said, I flew over your state. I saw where you're from. Like, he's like, that's Oklahoma right Amen. there. Mm-hmm. Love that's it. where Peter Wells is from? Probably not what he sounded like. <laughs> it is not where Peter Wells well, is from. That's not German enough. It's not where Peter Wells is from. All of our friends out there, you are listening to uh, Pastors of Pain. This is a radio show. This is a podcast available on iTunes and Spotify and airing on Pete 94.3 and AM 780 here in Payne County, Oklahoma, Stillwater, America. There's also a live stream option, stillwaterradio.net, and you click on the Pete 94.3 little logo there, and you can listen to it live when it's being broadcast on Sunday mornings at 1030 here in good old Stillwater. So there's a lot going on here. Um, it's, it's August. School's about to start. We've got a new priest in town. What? What? And should, so... I feel like we should change the uh, the name of this podcast or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Just coming in like coming in hot with the, ch- with the change in, like, the t- in the title. Since I'm here, and it feels like more like, not pastors of pain, but more like painful pastors. Oh, <laughs> well, we can make it more painful. Yeah. I can just give you all the Sunday masses and go sit on a beach. <laughs> Which I just you know, might could, do. That would give me a lot of practice. I did that a couple weeks ago, but I it was it was not I was not on a beach. I was at the Steubenville Mid America Conference with four thousand teenagers worshiping the Lord, and it was fantastic. But anyway, Father Robert, you've been in Stillwater a couple weeks now. What uh, what do you think? Still getting the lay of the land. Uh, Have you figured out the difference between Main Street and Perkins Road? No, I'm because still I haven't. <laughs> I'm still working on that. I'm I'm directionally challenged. Six months in, still uh, working on it. But uh, it's been great, great city, very very friendly people, uh, great restaurants that I've uh, been to a Ooh, few. I yeah. like the garage. Still haven't made my way to Eskimo Joe's yet, but I've been. The to line's Mex- always so long. Yeah, Mexico yeah. Joe's is very good. We had our theology on tap a few yep. weeks ago. We're rocking with Father it, Father Sean Donovan. And that was uh, that was uh, a lot of fun. Great turnout from that. Um, 
So it's been uh, it's been incredible. Uh, uh, got to celebrate Mass a few times at St. John's University Parish when uh, Father Kerry was out of town. So I got to uh, to meet some to meet, college yeah, students. Got to meet a few college students. I'm just going to tell you something. There's about to be more of them. <laughs> I've heard the city changes it's, a bit. When it is uh, it is it is mid August and uh, the summertime around Stillwater, it being a college town, is a little a little more laid back. There are students around taking summer school, a lot of student athletes, but yeah, I feel like if the lines are long now, uh, it's about to change. <laughs> Twenty seven thousand more people show up. Just yeah, out of the blue. The city's about to double in size. Your your street, the street we named after you when you came here, Duck Street. Uh, by the way, we just we just changed the name in honor of you a, lot, oh, a couple weeks ago, that. right before you got here. It's about to become chaotic, too. You think you can't make a left-hand turn now anywhere. Woo. Good thing the new the new church is, is a little bit further out. We're kind of outside the city. We're actually outside the city limits, St. Francis Xavier, 7-Eleven North Country Club. We're in the county, not the city. What do you think of that? Take that. So That's actually not very interesting at that all. That is quite boring. Thanks um, for that. Father Kerry, so school's coming back in. What, for all the OSU students out there listening, what, what, is gonna, what is happening? When school starts, you have to work. I go to hibernation. I just crawl into a cave and don't do anything for the next and eight hope months. hope people can find you. Is that why all the OSU students come to St. Francis Xavier for <laughs> oh, confession? Fired. For confession. For oh, confession. for confession. Uh, yeah, we know. We love you it. Know, you we know what? We, during the summertime, we bring everything down to a minimal level. Because normally we have Tuesday through Friday, Eucharistic Adoration Confessions from 8 to 9 a.m. And confessions an hour before every Mass along with adoration. So they don't have to go hunt for a priest. Uh, but uh, during uh, the summer, we only have, we're reduced down to 10 a.m. mass and, and an hours of confession beforehand. But then when school starts, we'll kick it up. We'll have 10 a.m., which is a change. We used to have three masses, and now we're down to t- We had four. Well, you used to have non-college students. Yeah, we had so four masses. You were a Saturday and a Newman Center. Sunday you know? morning and one Sunday evening. And now we're down to two with a big change, 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. Nice. Wait, wait, wait. Aren't you, aren't you changing mass times too? We are. So big news, uh, big news over at St. Francis Xavier. Starting the weekend of the uh, of August 25th and 26th, we are changing Sunday morning mass times. So we're going to go Saturday night 5, which stays the same. Uh, the 1 p.m. Sunday Spanish mass stays the same. same. And then Sunday morning, we're going 8.30 and 11.15. 8.30 and 11.15. We were why, 8 and 10. Why 11.15? It's an odd we, time. It is, it's an odd time, but we're doing what's best for the people, and oh, that is well, to, nice to build some time in between Mass for people to grow in their faith. So between the Masses, so if you go to the 8.30 and stay, or if you come and, and then stay for the 11.15, you've got, we're going to have children's religious education, we're going to have RCIA, we're going to have adult Booyah, formation. That's awesome. Um, it's going to be exciting. We're gonna, we got to grow into it, but but it's it's exciting. In the words of Vanilla Ice, you're going to be cooking MCs like a pound of bacon. You better believe it. Whoa. You better believe it. Um, but also, interestingly, and, and I think this might be the best change, and that is daily mass is now going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7 a.m. Shoot. It had been at 8. We're moving to 7. Um, and I just think more a lot more people are going to be able to come. We had a good, a good 8 o'clock crowd. But the seven o'clock is going to allow just a lot more people to be able to come to mass and grow. It's going to go one louder. It's going to say it's yeah, final tap. Yeah, 
Yeah. So what tell us what's happening in St. John's? So well, if you if, uh, if you're coming back, students, to school, so students are coming back. So we're sending out a bunch of publications to them. I, you know, we we get their uh, home uh, home addresses, their email addresses. Their parents stop by and like, hey, uh, they throw their kid under the bus. Hey, will you call my kid? I'm like. Uh oh, this is gonna be great. And so we're sending out flyers about Welcome Week. So about, parents, about, sh- parents should call you and tell you the name of their kid. And yeah, yeah. Shoot me live. an email. Shoot me an email. I love. What's your email? Uh, frwakulich at gmail dot com. W a k u l i c h. That's it. Frwakulich at what? Gmail. At gmail. There's some all right, all you parents out there. <laughs> we want a picture of your child. <laughs> And and their name and the routing information and social yep. security number, yep. all that stuff. Yep. Bank account. Yeah. So August fifteenth is also the assumption. You know, it's the holy days of obligation. Ooh, so we're gonna have put that on the calendar. Yeah, we're gonna have mass in the morning. You can go to catholicpokes.com and find out all the information that's going on. Plus, flyers are going out in the mail. Of the assumption because that's moving day is the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Moving day is a it holy day of obligation. Is a holy day of obligation. So then we're going to have lunch after, we're going to have mass, moving day, mass, lunch, and we'll also have a morning mass as well. And then moving day, the rest of the day with students as well. And then there's just events going on. Yeah, like what? What Because I wasn't here last year. I, no. I moved here in January, so I wasn't here. What happens... Moving day, Welcome there week. are like the my missionaries are here, my six missionaries focus from Focus, missionaries, yeah. uh, plus a bunch of students, and every organization on campus is basically at a dorm helping kids move things up their stairs, and it's a great opportunity to meet parents and talk to people and help pe- the, help the lost in many ways. I just get to give parents the assurance that uh, their kids are going to be all right when they come to college. You also get a workout. I mean, are you like carrying boxes upstairs and stuff? I do occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there people bring a lot of junk to school. Yeah, for microwaves. Well, did we talk about minimalism a few that weeks was, ago? Yeah. Boom. Some people should go back Don't to bring that all and your listen crud. to that. Yeah. Less your dorm is room is better. small. FYI, your dorm room is it small. It is tiny, 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 tiny. So you know, we got float trips coming up. We're going to do a camp camping trip. <gasps> Dude, you should come help oh. us. Camping trip out on the Illinois River, but it's not a camping trip. We take over a summer camp. We have a float trip. We have mass out there. You want there. Father Robert to come? Yeah, that'd be great. Have you asked his pastor? Uh, I'm just kidding. What day is it? What day is that? Uh, the 24, 25, and 26. So I'll have to have somebody out there on Sunday morning, the 26th, to celebrate mass. We have mass at the parish. Oh, well. He... With our new mass times. Oh. That's, the, that's, our, that's our broadcast date. For the new mass times. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's when we're going we're going 26th. live with the new mass times. Oh, so you're saying no. If you had to camp out at St. Francis Xavier, <laughs> <laughs> we got yep. those woods, the woods there, the uh-huh. creek there where our rectory is going to be, be built. Be a great, great float trip. You great know, float? You're not changing the location? Mm, I doubt the it. The float trip down the creek? The creek with mm. no water in it? That'd be Awesome. All it's right. outside the city limits. Yeah. So it's basically I mean, it's out in the country. It's basically it's on are, country there club. There are cows and pigs all around. Make a little us. club out in the country <laughs> on country club. Stinking awesome. Okay. Okay. So well, anyway, a lot of good stuff. So now. a lot of good stuff. So they can go catholicpokes.com. Bingo. Catholicpokes.com for all your OSU related information. And then you got like RCIA coming up, right? When does that? That'll start. That if people want to become starts Catholic. The end of. August. We have okay. kind of like our nice. sessions where people come and yeah. they just like hang out and they uh, ask a lot of questions and, you know, they raise their hand and be like, hey, you know, we have 
food and drinks and stuff like that. And then the I'm becoming Catholic classes, inquiry, and even those folk who are need to be confirmed will start uh, the second week in September. Nice. You? Yeah, same thing. We're going to we're going to start it up uh, kind of the first part of September. But yours is on Sunday. We're doing Sunday mornings. Yep. Sunday mornings and then as sort of as needed uh, if, if Sunday morning doesn't work, that doesn't mean you can't become Catholic. Uh, we'll just we d- we'll create another arrangement for it. Yeah, we have about four classes a year. We have student-led classes, m- my class on Wednesday nights, and then just a variety of stuff throughout the year for people who are interested in nice. the faith. So speaking of the faith, one uh, this to this time of year is uh, is quite wonderful because on Sundays. I think it's every, hopefully it's every priest's dream, and that is the gospel, basically for the whole month of August, is John chapter 6, the bread of life discourse. Does that, is that good, or is that, are you guys nervous? What it, do you, it's what do you, awesome. You know, I, you I, realized the other, I realized the other day that this is the first time that I've had students around, all my students around, to hear John chapter 6. Like, so the last two weeks of August, st- all the students will be back. Well, the freshmen will be in the first week, and the second week, which is the 26th, all the students will be in because school starts the next morning. And I've never had an opportunity in six years of doing uh, campus ministry oh, nice. to have John chapter 6. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. All right, so yeah. give us a little summary, Father Robert. What do you what, so, what what's happening in John in John chapter 6? John chapter 6 is the famous bread of life discourse. So in, it's, it's kind of unique because there's uh, a lot going on in John. John's gospel is very rich, very uh, layered with theology, but it can be easy to kind of look at John and think, well, where's the Eucharist? Because there's no kind of... It doesn't what, say yeah, Eucharist. Yeah, yeah it doesn't, say, there doesn't have the scene where Jesus is you know, instituting the Eucharist uh, uh, at the Last Supper. And so you could, he's, instead he's washing his feet. Uh, so it's... It can be easy to kind of look at John and say, well, it's not very Eucharistic. But actually, at John, oh, chapter contraire. Six, John chapter 6 is the meat and potatoes of that gospel in terms of its Eucharistic theology. And so you have Jesus talking about how he is the bread of life. He is the, the manna from heaven uh, and how he, is, he gives his, of himself to us uh, in the Eucharist, his, his body, blood, soul, and divinity. Mm. Love it, and that's one. Of, I forget which week it is, but the, one of the re- the first reading is the is the Exodus, like Exodus seventeen, or where I forget where it is, but it's the uh, it's Moses and the Israelites and the bread come down from heaven. No, that's anyway, this Sunday, dude. It's the anyway. It's in there. It's a, it's one of the it's uh, all the readings. Yeah, I've been yeah. reading them kind of all together anyway, so they're all jumbled in my head, but. Um, the, you know, the first reading is the bread come down from heaven for the Israelites, and then the gospel is. Jesus yeah. talking about the bread of life. Anyway, it's just it's a great time of year. So I hope that everybody not ju- that you're not just hearing the gospel being proclaimed when you come to mass. I mean this this should be hopefully true every week that you're before you come to mass, you're you're familiarizing yourself with with the readings. Yeah, um, th- those all those readings kind of are woven together over a 3-week period because it, I what what I really love about John 6 is if you do not know the Exodus, which you were just referring to, if you don't know that story of the Exodus and of the feeding and the manna and who's calling down and who's doing what, and even the name manna, like uh, in Exodus, it says, what is this? 
If you don't know those things, then you don't get what Jesus is doing. You don't get the 5,000 crowd. You don't get that it's in the Passover season, that he's in Capernaum. Uh, on the north end of the Sea of Galilee. Uh, the, if you don't know all those things, you're totally missing out. And I think another thing uh, that is super important to knowing this is even knowing like Greek. Like if you don't know Greek, you're totally missing out on this gospel. Um, Mike, can I just make a bold assumption that most of our listeners don't know Greek? Oh. Well, so help them out. Well, there's this moment in the in the gospel of john when i think that like the language just completely changes you know jesus goes from uh, speaking about bread and eating it to flesh yeah and eating it and the and the even we we don't get those words in english because we don't translate them all that well I think we do that all over the place. Uh, like in the beginning of Mark's gospel, it, it says that the uh, the heavens are uh, opened in some translations. But in Greek, it says it's schizo, it's ripped. And then the temple veil at the end of the Mark, gospel of Mark is schizos as well from top to bottom. It's ripped open. When Jesus dies. Yeah, when yeah. Jesus dies. And so John chapter 6 is very similar in that the language just, there's a switch that takes place. Between the word um, vagain, to eat, like they're eating bread. You, and he says it over and over and over again, eating, 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 eating. And then he t- turns it into, do you know that word? Help me. Trogain. Where it's oh, like, yeah, to like to, to gnaw. gnaw on. Yeah. To like, and uh, we, had that, uh, we had that wedding, uh, the, uh, whose wedding was that this past weekend? Uh, uh, oh, the, uh, Dalton, uh, Dalton and Cass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, a couple I, weeks back. Really? I don't remember what. It's all looped into one But it was, uh, can I just say something? Uh, it was the largest wedding that I've ever... <laughs> 800 folks. There were 800 people at this wedding. So uh, they're all they're all cattle and goat people. And, and so it's just... I want to put it like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> the, I mean those pipers, they're, well, goat, they're goat people. Well, you don't expect... You don't expect them to serve chicken, uh, being that they're they own cattle ranches and stuff like that. And that and that word tetrogain is actually comes from the way a cow eats something. It like rips things apart like animals do. They sound effect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So how does that work? I mean, so with us, I mean, so we're read here. We are. We're reading John six. Uh, it's a challenging gospel. I mean, the things that Jesus says, I go back to the the old C.S. Lewis, you know, that there, there's three ways to, Jesus was one of three things and one of three things only. He was either a liar, he was a lunatic, or he is the Lord. He is who he says he is. And I think John 6 is like the place where like that, for me at least, that where that comes into clear focus. I am the bread of life. Well, yeah, and that's where he lost a lot of his disciples. Are they you? Walk, they walk is he away. lying? Yeah. Is he crazy? Or is he is he the bread that came down from heaven? Yeah. And so it's challenging. I mean, yeah, and that's where it, it, it's actually John John six six six. Oh, no coincidence there. Is the is the is the, the where they where, where they went away? Many of his believers went away because the teaching was too 
was too hard. The, yeah, the saying is hard, or that they misunderstood it. But uh, they, uh, yeah, they they just couldn't accept the fact that what he was talking about was the Eucharist, and they they wanted to, you know, this little, you know, we talk about the sim. Oh, it's just a symbol. It's just a symbol. Well, no, we, we as Catholics believe that this is the true body, blood, soul, and divinity of of Jesus in the Eucharist. My and, blood is true food. And if you do not eat my flesh, you will not have life within you. That's bold. I mean, that that phrase, I walked a student through John 6 one time, and I think it's 14 times that he uses the word life in relationship to his flesh. Yeah. Have you ever read uh, Jewish Roots of the Eucharist by Brant Petrie? I have, and I love it. it. Okay. I was just recommending that to some people the other day. So I, I'm like listening to That's the Petrie, book. P-I-T-R-E, Dr. Brant Petrie, Jewish Roots of the Eucharist. Check it out. Go ahead, sorry. And so his uh, his basis is if you don't know the Old Testament world, then you don't you can't get John six. You can't get what's going on. Like um, he gave the example of like the showbread uh, in the, in the temple, that bread that is always there. He even made reference to um, how. Uh, when the how they how the Jewish people in anticipation of the Messiah are expecting a new Moses and a new bread, a new manna coming down from heaven, and, and John chapter six is just rich with that. It has what the new Moses, uh, Jesus, and it has the new manna coming down from heaven, and he even goes into that like that John's gospel, like as it starts in chapter one. There's the descent. Uh, it, there's a, some, something coming down, the word becoming flesh, and then how in John chapter 6, there's another one coming down uh, where Jesus says, my father gave you the two, uh, gave you bread from heaven, but he's now giving you the true bread come down from heaven, yeah. which is my flesh for the life wow. of the world. It's just like, it's, it's rich. It's rich. That's why like to, to not just come to mass, like, all right, I wonder what the gospel is today. And then, oh, it's this. Like, read it. Read yeah, it ahead read of time and then hear long. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so how long yeah. would it take, Father Robert? It'd In take... one sitting, it, oh, gosh, it would probably take – if you really wanted to meditate on it, probably 20 minutes. Yeah. And just kind of go yeah. piece, by, piece by piece, uh, just kind of going through it. And, and, you know, there's a lot of meat there. So you want to kind of – to, uh, <laughs> to pardon the pun, chew on it a bit. Uh, chew on the Eucharist. Uh, oh. On the Word of Priest God. Priest puns. Yeah. They're the best. So. So on uh, Bram Petrie, he's got, uh, in addition to that book, he has actually has some really good YouTube videos. If you just go- just Google Brant Petrie, P-I-T-R-E, um, there he has a lot of a lot of talks that are available. Um, it'll it'll blow you away. I mean, if you even if if you've been Catholic your whole life, and you feel like I have a good understanding of the Church's teaching on the Eucharist, he'll 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 he will open that up. He will draw you in uh, to go even deeper because it never it never ends. I mean, even for us, I mean, we're yeah. I haven't, know, we're heard, I haven't read we're, this book myself, so I'm going to check it out myself. Yeah, it's quite good. It's quite good, and it's not it's scholarly, but it's not like it's not too academic. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's it's meant for I think kind A of the, broader the, audience. Yeah, yeah, for the uh, the rank and file. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, that and uh, Scott Hahn. Oh, Scott Hahn, yes, and he's coming to Tulsa for the uh, Catechetical Conference, August eighteenth. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. So the, the the Scott Hahn book, what's that one called? He uh, the Lamb's the Lamb's Lamb Supper. Supper, the Lamb's Supper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What are other good books on the Eucharist? Other good books on the Eucharist. 
Well, there's uh, St. Thomas, uh, Thomas Aquinas' uh, songs on the Eucharist. Oh, Saving Victim, Open Wide. Oh, Salutaris. Yeah. Christia, yeah. Uh, even reading Pandis Angelicus, uh, that bread of the, the hymn, The Bread of Angels. Yeah, just, yeah, Google that and you can... Oh, yeah. The poetry is beautiful, uh, especially, about, especially about the Eucharist. Uh, what else? Uh, I like uh, Cardinal Ratzinger. Uh, the, the book is called God is Near Us. Ooh, yeah. It's it's a very it's short but it is so action packed and then of course the I mean the catechism you can go to the catechism uh, of the Catholic uh, Church on the Eucharist the compendium of the catechism yeah Ratzinger also has one called Call to Communion which yes. is very good and, and yes. it's short it's kind of thin uh, you know easily accessible um, and it's it's kind of a series of talks I believe he gave on the Eucharist. Uh, so, John Paul II, uh, what was the document? Uh, De Eucharistia. <laughs> I, forget I think it's it just called De Eucharistia. So yeah, there's a lot of just so much you rich theology. Also, also the early church fathers. Oh yeah, the read. abbesses and the yeah. abbots. I mean, if you just Google Justin Eucharistic Martyr. theology church fathers, you're going to pull up Tertullian, Irenaeus of Lyon, Ignatius of uh, Antioch, Antioch. Uh, what, who's the guy? Justin Martyr. Justin Martyr yeah. on the liturgy. Clement, Clement of Alexandria. Uh, then the, um, what was the, uh, I, I love, I think it's, um, oh, it's not Moses the Black. It's uh, Ephraim the Syrian. No, I can see his name, but I can't, ah, blast. And he has this great line and he says, as once the doorposts of Egypt were painted with the blood of the lamb, so now the doorposts of your lips are painted with the new blood oh, wow. of the new lamb. Wow! Because the the back in the in the in the early church, uh, the fathers, the the patristic era, they use all this um, allegorical language to describe it. Because I mean, you you can tell somebody, or you can literally paint a picture for them. And I think that's what I was preaching about this a couple weeks ago or the first weekend of this john six i was like finding john six and reading it is like finding a masterpiece with another masterpiece painted over it and i like they do that x-ray wow. and yeah. you like see there's this like awesome masterpiece that's worth like 50 million dollars and then underneath it is like one even better they just painted over and accidentally screwed up on the second one <laughs> a lot of layers yeah. it's like peeling an onion you just gotta Good analogy, yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta, you gotta be patient with it, uh, and just take some time. And you know, there's great commentaries on John. I think Thomas Aquinas would be a great person to read. Uh, it's a commentary on John's Gospel. Uh, so there's a there's that. a there's a richness there. Um, and so no, well, number one, start with sit down and read John chapter six. It will it will make the experience of Mass over the course of the month of August. Just so much r richer. Uh, there's a lot there. And then, and, and probably maybe the best thing you can do, take John's Gospel and go to your local Catholic church. Sit in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament. If you're in Stillwater, you go to, you go to St. John's. You, go to, uh, you come to St. Francis Xavier. We've got an uh, Adoration Chapel going all the time. Um, just come and read it there. Yeah. Read, yeah. read about it. Read about the Eucharist and the presence of the Eucharist. That's that's hard to beat, hard to in him beat. and with him. 
I love it. So, Father Robert, uh, it's great to have you well, here. Thank on, you very uh, much. It's a pleasure to be here. It's for been, this week and this uh, week only. We're, our, this show is now called the Associate Pastors of Pain. <laughs> Uh, since Father Robert yeah. is the associate Pastors pastor, plus one associate, plus plus another guy who yeah. who's 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 nice. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's awesome, awesome, awesome to have him. And uh, it, we mentioned this a couple weeks ago, but now we're we're all we all live in the same rectory now. It's yeah. kind of exciting. We haven't torn each other's heads off. Yet, um, so. No, but I we we're staying up too late to, to chatting. <laughs> My sleep we got schedule. Good conversations going. My That's sleep schedule is off. Yeah. I, I like to go to bed early and wake up early, and now I'm going to bed late and waking up early, and it makes for. Anyway, we have to work on that. And then I would also like to call out Father Kerry because he went to the store, uh, and he did not. He got coffee for himself, but he didn't get. We had we had, had a very a very short shopping list, which consisted of. Soy sauce. Times three. That's all we needed was soy sauce. You went to the store, you didn't get soy three sauce. Three bottles of soy sauce. Anyway, I just wanted to sure. air, I wanted to publicly air the grievance there that Father Kerry is not as good of a, of a housemate as you might think because he didn't get a soy sauce. So How are we supposed to eat sushi if we don't have soy sauce? Anyway, we've come to another, uh, the end of another wonderful opportunity to speak with you, the people of Payne County and all around the world. I'm Father Brian O'Brien. This is Father Robert Duck. Father Terry Wakulich. And this is Pastors of Pain. Thanks for listening. And may God bless you.